Welcome to the Revelation Church podcast. We trust today's message will speak to you. If you'd like to get in touch, just drop us an email at hello at revelationchurch.org.uk. Mark chapter 2, verse 13 to 17. The calling of Levi. Once again, Jesus went out beside the lake. A large crowd came to him, and he began to teach them. As he walked along, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me, Jesus told him, and Levi got up and followed him. While Jesus was having dinner at Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were eating with him and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. When the teachers of the law, who were Pharisees, saw him eating with the sinners and tax collectors, they asked his disciples, Why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said to them, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Oh, hello. Didn't see you there. I love Instagram. I scroll through posts from friends, bands I like, people I respect, people who inspire me. I'm pretty nosy, so I like to see what they're up to, um, what beautiful places they've been to, delicious food they've eaten, funny or deep comments they've come up with. Um, I love how creative people can be, taking the most stunning photos. And there's also something amazingly democratic about social media. Platforms like Instagram enable anyone to share their perspective on the world. We've all read posts and seen pictures on Instagram that have changed the way we see the world. We've all heard about people rising from humble beginnings to becoming international influencers. But you know what the best thing about Instagram is? It's when that little heart shape turns red. Someone has liked my picture. They may have even bothered to comment on it. Or, and this is the big hit of happiness, someone has decided to follow me. Better follow them back. So, I check my feet. What's new? Oh, that barbecue looks good. Well, he's making progress on those 10Ks, you know. Nice sunset. Oh, that's a good charity to support. Good on you. I'll sling you one of those hearts. Nice Tiger King meme. Another picture of your car? Seriously? P- to be honest, I'm getting quite jealous now. Unfollowed. Okay, cool. There's that writer everyone's talking about. Apparently her new book is incredible. Better follow her. Might learn something. And what else have we got? Uh, what did he say? Okay not following him anymore. In the story we heard last week, Jesus healed a paralysed man. In today's story, Jesus went to a lake and a crowd gathered around him. Now, perhaps the crowd have come to see more miraculous action. Think about the people you follow on Instagram. There are probably people you follow due to their impressive actions, maybe musicians, sports stars, designers, you love their work, you wanna see what makes them tick. You wanna find out the secrets to their success, you wanna show your support. Now in the story, Jesus started speaking to the crowd, telling them stories. There are probably also people you follow due to their words, maybe some of the same people, maybe podcasters, arts writers, uh, politicians, 
motivational speakers. Each Instagram account has its own crowd of followers. These well-known people, they don't ask you personally to follow them, but you are just one of the crowd of thousands, maybe even millions, following them from the comfort of your bedroom, your work desk, your toilet, maybe, or the key for Ikea. But in the story, as Jesus walks on, he starts speaking to one person in particular, Levi. And what does he say to Levi? Follow me. And then Levi got up and he followed him. Note that Levi was sitting at the tax collector's booth. He was sat at work. Jesus initiated it. Jesus spoke to him. You could summarise the story in this sentence. Jesus calls broken people to follow him. Jesus calls broken people to follow him. He's not like the stars on Instagram who don't know who you are. He knows who you are and he wants you to follow him. Part of the excitement of platforms like Instagram is the chance of being spotted by someone impressive. Your hero liking your post, calling you out of the crowd. Recently, I recorded myself uh, singing a, a song of one of my favourite bands. I practised in the bathroom, made my family absolutely sick of the song. And then when it was as good as it was going to get, I recorded it, uploaded it to Instagram, tagged the singer, wrote a little compliment about his vocal ability. And I'll admit, I was hoping he would reply. Imagine if he saw my performance and he said I was good. Um, that could, maybe he'd even recommend me to others. What a boost to my musical career. But he didn't. Your heroes on Instagram, they don't know who you are, but they do need you to follow them. I mean, not you personally, but they need the numbers. The number of followers they have is a sign of their worth, their influence. The, it's the potential they have to sell themselves, their message, um, affiliated products. Jesus doesn't need you to follow him. Now, that sounds harsh, but hear me out. Jesus is already complete and fulfilled. He has eternally been in perfect relationship with God the Father. So when Jesus calls you to follow him, he is not calling you to meet his own needs. There is no neediness mixed up in his motivations. He's calling you out of love. He wants a relationship with you. Levi doesn't ask Jesus if he can follow him. Jesus calls Levi. I mean, he commands Levi, follow me. Jesus has authority. Now, authority is a bit of a dirty word for some people. Many people associate it with control, suppression, manipulation, even abuse. The word authority means power or right to give orders. Deserved authority used in a loving way is a good thing. When Jesus healed a paralysed man in the last story, he also forgave the man's sins. People are physical and spiritual, and Jesus has authority over both. He is the God-man, fully divine and fully human. Now, our newspapers, our news feeds today, they're full of leaders being toppled, being taken down, from our current politicians and musicians to statues of people who died centuries ago. Every day we seem to unearth more disturbing, inhumane flaws in humans we held aloft as leaders, people we or previous generations followed. We're so drawn to follow people, to follow the created, not the creator. Then we're devastated and disgusted when people let us down, and quite rightly. But we need to stop following people. Maybe we like to follow other people because we know that they are just created people like us. We know they don't have real authority over us. They're only human like us. They, they might not be revealed as maliciously corrupt, but they might just simply stop helping us or start offending us. Um, the moment they go in a direction that we don't want to go, we can just stop following them. So maybe we're not even following them at all. Maybe we're just following ourselves. 
you might ask what's so bad about following yourself follow your heart do what feels right I don't know about your feelings but mine are pretty up and down good and bad sometimes really bad and my heart will don't do much for those suffering uh, the other side of the world even on my street sometimes I don't even care about my own family and friends I put myself first even when I do good things I start feeling proud and I want others to be impressed by me and what about my life who started it who put the air in my lungs if I'm created then I owe every breath to my creator Jesus has the authority to command Levi because Jesus is God the son of God born into a human body to lead broken people now think about the people you may have stopped following recently you can't enjoy that singer's hits now you know the allegations made against them and that political activist whose words of liberation they inspired you so much turns out he said some pretty nasty stuff as well maybe even a religious leader you looked up to turned out to be as flawed as anyone now listen you can follow jesus with confidence he is unlike any human who has ever lived in his compassion and in his sacrificial love you will not find even the faintest trace of corruption of any moral failing at all he is the only perfect person to have ever lived he doesn't need you to follow him he calls you to follow him out of his love his love for you he loves you so much that he died in your place she might be thinking okay so jesus may be a very good guy perhaps even perfect but i'm certainly not and if he really knows what i'm like what i've done what goes on in my thoughts i don't think he wants the likes of me following him and even if I try to follow him, I'd just live a fake life, pretending I was a good person. But remember how I summarised the story. Jesus calls broken people to follow him. Now, Levi is a tax collector. The Pharisees were offended because Jesus is eating at Levi's house. They say, why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? A bit harsh? Well, let's look at the context. At this point in history, Israel was occupied by the Roman Empire. The Roman army had taken over. Tax collectors were Jewish people who worked for the Romans and they skimmed money off for themselves. They were doing well out of it. Jesus was in the house of one of these corrupt guys eating his food. The Pharisees were the religious teachers. They knew all the rules. They couldn't believe that Jesus was associating with this corrupt guy. And Jesus responds, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I've not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Jesus calls unrighteous, broken people to follow him. Now don't get me wrong, all people are broken, but only people who admit they are broken can follow Jesus. Otherwise, why would you follow him if you didn't need to be fixed? We're all, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying we're all a complete mess all of the time. There's so much beautiful and good about people because people are made in the image of God. But we are broken. Most of Instagram... It's about the beautiful sides of life, your best side, the best weather on your holiday, your best angle, you living your best life. Some people just show Jesus their best side and they want to add what he has to say to their already good life. But as soon as Jesus offends them, doesn't help them in the way they want to be helped, they unfollow him like he's just another influencer. And if, guys, if you know you're corrupt, don't worry. Jesus has seen it all. Believe me. Now, the religious rules that the Pharisees followed were good. They provided a framework for a good society. They, um, the religious teachers, they may have missed something else that the rules did, though. The rules also prove that all human beings are broken. Because try as they might, time and time again, 
People fail to follow the rules, fail to think of others, just follow themselves and their own desires. So Jesus doesn't call broken people to just follow a set of rules. He calls them to follow him. Think of the people you look to for inspiration on Instagram. They're successful and they tell you how to be successful. Just do what they did. It might be how to make your flat look amazing, um, tackle the hardest rock climbs, start an online business, alleviate poverty, raise a loving family. Follow the steps, you can achieve it. You can make it, you can feel complete. You can do it. This is also the story of every other religion, philosophy, political or personal transformation movement in the world. Follow the rules, you can do it, you can be successful, you can become fulfilled. God, others, the universe will accept you. You can do it. Christianity says something radically different. You can't do it. It might sound depressing, but it's actually liberating. I'll tell you what's more depressing, being told you can do it, trying again and again to do it, follow the rules, be a better person, make a change, only to fail again and again. And then you have yourself to blame. Then you have a few options. Uh, you keep trying and failing, you become bitter and blame others, you give up and live a good life, just live for yourself. Or you hide your feelings and live a fake, hollow life. That's what religion leads to. That's what rules lead to. That's what searching for the hero inside yourself leads to. Jesus doesn't call people to follow rules. He calls people to follow him. A person, a person who will be with you every step of the way. Unlike the influencers on Instagram, he knows who you are. He will pick you up when you fall and he will never fall. He is perfectly holy, perfectly loving. He will never give up on you or reject you. And he can do all this because his acceptance of you isn't based on your performance, but on his performance. He lived the perfect life you could never live. He gave his life in your place, rejected and killed. He was cut off from the perfect love of God. You see, if you follow Jesus, you follow him into his death. The Bible teaches that the wages of sin are death. The consequence of living a self-centered life, of refusing to follow the one who created you, is that when you die, you will experience an eternity without God. When people follow Jesus, when they accept his sacrifice on their behalf, when they accept his perfect record instead of their unrighteous life, they get baptised, they go submerged under the water and then they come out and their old self-centred life is dead. It's over and just as Jesus was raised from the dead, they too can now live a new life. Jesus says that whoever wants to save their life, their self-centred, their own life, wants to save it, they will lose it. If you want to cling on to the things you have in this world, you will lose them in the end. But whoever loses their life, gives it to Jesus, will find it. On one level, following Jesus is completely free. You don't have to have a pound in your bank account. But it did cost God everything. He gave his only son to take the punishment. And it can also cost us everything. Take money, for example. If you follow Jesus, then you accept that your money is not your own. You don't have to become a communist. But you will ask Jesus how about how to spend your money and you will look at what he says in the Bible about money. This might mean giving lots of it away, probably. Now, Jesus doesn't need our money, but he calls us to give it away because he doesn't want us, he doesn't want money to have any power over us. The same goes for the approval of others, power, status, comfort, pleasures, you name it. When we follow him, these things are no longer at the top of the list, at the centre of our heart. He is. So we're set free from a life running after things that will never satisfy us. But remember, Jesus won't just control us. We're not machines. He will allow us to make mistakes. So we can receive healing and forgiveness and 
understand how much he loves us. He is the only one who can really pull us away from following ourselves. So how about you? Are you part of the crowd, interested to see if Jesus can heal people, um, hoping to learn from his wise words? Or is he calling you to follow him? It's no coincidence that you're watching this video. One night, many years ago, he called me. I didn't hear an audible voice, but I heard him in my heart. I heard him nudging me. I tried to ignore it, but I knew it was real. I answered him. I said, Jesus, I will follow you. I don't understand everything, but you're real. You're alive. You love me. I'll follow you. Over the years, sometimes I've followed him closely. Sometimes I've avoided him, but he has never rejected me. He has never left me. He's always called me back to him. Back to his forgiveness, his hope, his life, and his perfect love. Now, I'm going to leave a moment silence now, and then I'm going to pray to Jesus. The words I speak, they're not magic words. Um, they're just me telling the truth to Jesus. Now, if Jesus is calling you, and you agree with my words, you might like to repeat them after me. Jesus, I admit I've been living for myself. I've been trying to save myself. I admit that I can't. I'm broken and I need your healing. I am unrighteous and I need your forgiveness. On the cross, you took the punishment I deserve. Thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for calling me. I want my self-centered life to die and my new life in you to start. I give you everything I have. From now on, I will follow you.